Welcome home, spiritual human. I'm your host, Stacey McGee, and you are listening to the Spirit Fluent Podcast, a gathering place for spiritual humans, where each week we talk about becoming fluent in all things spiritual. Welcome back, spiritual humans. I know it's been a little bit since I put a new episode up for you. I've been a little tired lately. I only have so much energy and it's being spent right now uh, trying to make magical uh, the holiday season for my kids, but I can't help but notice um, that there are prominent influencers and people who have chosen to take their lives recently and I find great sadness in this, um, not only because something so horrible has happened and they felt they had no other choice but to take that path, but also because I have felt similar feelings in the past and as someone who has the ability to see and speak with those who have crossed over, I have a very unique perspective. Um, not only as someone when I was a teenager who, who attempted suicide, but also from someone who has the perspective of seeing the other side. And I know not only the the desperation and the despondence and the feeling like I just need to give up or maybe I can get someone's attention now or whatever the reason I, I you know, I, I don't remember exactly what was going through my head when I was 16 and downed a bottle of Advil, um, which, you know, quite possibly is why I have some of my health issues now. Um, but I, I remember everything coming up to that of the self-harm activities and cutting myself and the things that I did and how I would try to tell people I needed more than I was receiving from them, but them never being in the space to give me what I needed and how horrible that felt. And so you know, if you've ever felt that way, one, I, I very much um, can feel where you're coming from. But I want to share the perspective that I have of seeing and talking to people who have chosen to end their lives intentionally. Um, and that it may not have the outcome that you were hoping for or that you are thinking that if you chose that path, it may end up with. I think that, well, let me rephrase that. I know that for me, I thought that was my only option, that that was the best choice. And I can tell you that on the spiritual side, it is not the best choice. We think that by ending our experience here in this world, that we are going to be relieved of all the stress and the emotions and the pain and things like that. The only thing that really happens is that you lose your physical body, okay? So if you choose to end your life, your physical body ends. But that spiritual energy, 
the soul, the, the chi, the prana, the energetic person that is you still exist. And that is a person now who lacks a body to do the things that that person needs to do to heal. And now that energetic being becomes reliant on others to support their healing. And so when we cross over, whether you've chosen to end your life or you've passed away from natural causes or illness or injury, um, you are typically, you hang around this earth for about three to seven days, depending on the person. And you kind of hang out with your family and you get to see them. But you are always met by someone on the other side. You are met by a family member. You are met by a friend um, who will support your transition of saying, hey, welcome to the other side. Now, if you've learned everything that you need to learn on, you know, the journey here, typically those who have fulfilled their purpose, learned their lessons, yada, 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 they end up being guides and teachers and guardian angels on the other side, right? Because they're like, yep, I've passed everything. Let me help someone else, right? Kind of like a spiritual tutor. Um, they support those that are still living and those that have crossed over, those things, right? But if you've crossed over in pain and misery, and we're talking emotional, spiritual stuff here, where you haven't fulfilled your purpose, you've been misaligned, um, you haven't done your work, um, whatever your reason to be here. And remember, going back to other conversations, we're not just here to learn. There's other reasons we're here, right? Um, then when you cross over in that state, typically you are met by um, one of your guardian angels or your guides, um, your family members, your ancestors to say, hey, we need to help you out here. We need to help you um, heal to finish your, your purpose, to learn these things. And in some cases, people are, are, are told, you have a choice. You can go back and learn again, or you know you could stay here and it's going to take forever. And so I've actually had a client who her soul was kind of given an ultimatum where it was like, hey, you didn't do what you're supposed to do. You can either go back or, you know, you can go do something else. And this, I can't remember what the something else was, but she chose to come back and try again, right? And so we're met with a lot of choices. Now, some people are like, yeah, cool. I, I'm going to go heal. I Thanks for the family members. But typically, if you're in so much emotional turmoil when you cross over, it takes a lot of work for those family members to get your attention, um, to get you to the place where you need to be, right? Because you're still, in some ways, uh, for lack of a better term, earthbound. And really, when we look at earthbound, if you go back to that soul fracture class, those fractures are what keep you earthbound because there's bits of your energy left around that didn't get healed, Right. And so you basically got to go back gathering those up and, and healing that stuff. Some people refuse to recognize they've passed over. They don't want to deal with it. Um, they just want to be. <clears throat> Some people just, you know, hang out for the fun of it. Um, I was talking on my 
TikTok live a couple weeks ago how I was driving down the road and all of a sudden I hear this voice next to me and there was this pioneer, he must have been the 1800s type uh, ghost and he's like, hey, what's up? We're in one of those moving carriages and all of a sudden his wife and daughter pop in and they were like, and she's like, you leave this living person alone. And he's like, well, this is so much fun in this horseless carriage and she was like, I've told you time and time again, these are called cars and trucks and you refuse to recognize what they're called. And he goes, I like horseless carriage better. And this little girl was bouncing up in the chair going, I love this. This is so fun. And then I had some creepy ghosts that, that jumped in and this big guy and he's like, hey, baby, give me a kiss. And I'm like, oh, good Lord, leave, right? Um, and so sometimes we have those earthbound spirits that are just hanging around for whatever reason, but typically that's their choice. They're like, I don't want to, to do something else. I want to be here and do whatever. Um, you know, and, and everything is about agency. We have agency when we're alive. We have agency when we've crossed over. But when you choose to take your life, you're, you're basically, for lack of a better description, creating more problems you know, because all of a sudden now you have a bigger job ahead of you because your emotions are still present. All of those things you felt are still with you because the only thing you take with you when you cross over are your feelings, your emotions, your experiences, right? You don't take anything physical. So if you have a lot of emotional baggage, that's still there to heal, um, I distinctly remember one of my daughter's friends crossed over and he was in a lot of emotional turmoil. There's some debate of whether he intentionally ended his life or not. But I remember at his funeral, I could see the turmoil he was in and I could see his grandfather there trying to convince him to breathe, to come with him and allow him to help him heal. Right. And luckily now it's been a few years and he has come back and said, you know, he's like, I'm healing. I'm doing so much better. Um, I had another friend, her son, un unalived himself. And he came to me and he said, tell my mom she was right about everything. He goes, tell her I'm so sorry. I, I now know she was right. And I, I regret ending my life. And, you know, there's stories of people who have um, tried to end their lives and many of them say they regret that choice. And so I would very much encourage you that if you feel that desperate, if you feel that lost, one, seek help, right? Don't seek help from the people who hurt you. Don't seek help from the people who have caused you problems or that should fix you. But seek help from someone who truly cares about your healing. And so often we look to the people who broke us to fix us. Um, and that's, that's not the best place to look, right? That's not the place that we need to be looking. We need to be looking at, you know, people who are very vested in us healing and, you know, one of the questions I've had, because, you know, I've been struggling with my health physically and with other things in my life. 
And I was very much just kind of this week going to spirit, like, what the hell? What the fuck? What am I supposed to be doing with all of this? And spirit revealed to me one very important thing. Spirit says, you keep looking to other people to save you when you are the best person to save yourself. And that doesn't mean that we heal without support and that we have to white knuckle, you know, an emotional healing alone. But what it means to me is, is that I have that power within me. No one else has that power. And for so long, I've been giving that power to someone else. I've been giving away my power to heal to someone else. And that can be a really bad thing, guys, when you expect someone else to fix you. Because, and you know, and I've said this to clients many times about forgiveness. You know, when you forgive someone, it is not saying what you did is okay to me. You know, what you, the way you hurt me is okay. I'm overlooking that hurt. What you were saying is that I am no longer allowing you to control my healing process. I am no longer allowing you to control my emotional state. I am no longer allowing you to control the world around me and I am taking my power back. And, you know, this is not the same thing as going to a counselor or a therapist and getting appropriate support because I think that there's something very powerful with getting healing support from a, a well-qualified trauma-informed counselor or therapist, right? Because often, you know, I, I had someone say this to me, it's very hard to see the picture when you're the frame. And from our frame of reference, we can't see our full picture or sometimes we're not fully aware of the entire picture. And when you work with someone like that, they can help you look at every angle and see things that maybe you're not recognizing. And that can be a valuable tool. And you can create strong layers of healing, you know, with people who are vested in heal helping you heal and support, with counselors and therapists, doctors, religious leaders, spiritual healing, mindfulness, meditation, create a foundation that is so strong that it can become unbreakable because of how many bricks you use to build that foundation. Because the stronger your foundation, the stronger the building is that you put on top of it, right? And so when you add those layers of healing you're creating a very strong foundation. And, you know, there's so many people that talk about, well, you can't be spiritual if you take, you know, XYZ medication, it'll mess up your spiritual abilities. And I'm over here going, even if it does mess up your spiritual abilities for a temporary moment in time, put out your fires, people. Don't let your fires sit there and burn your house down because you're unwilling to get help or support. And that is more important. Your immediate health, well-being, and safety is vastly more important than having your spiritual gifts messed up for a little bit. Um, but I can tell you, I've talked to many people who've needed that support. 
and they didn't mess up their abilities at all. And so don't be afraid to get that support. Getting support does not negate your spiritual abilities. Getting support does not make you weak. It makes you human. And that's what we are about here is being spiritual humans. And you can have one foot in the spiritual world and one foot in the physical world. And and that's okay. That is okay. And it is okay to ask for help. It is okay to need help. It is okay to say, I'm at a point where I need support, right? Because we would not be human if we did not need support on this journey. This is a hard fucking journey, you guys. And only the strongest of spiritual people have chosen to take and incarnate on this journey right now. But it doesn't mean that it's not going to be hard and overwhelming. It doesn't mean that there's not going to be times where you're going to just fall on the floor and cry and say, what the hell did I do? And why did I choose this path? Right? I do it all the time. I'm like, what am I thinking? You know, why, why did we choose to incarnate here? I'll tell you why. Because you're a badass. Because I'm a badass, you're a badass. We're all spiritual badasses. The strongest of spiritual beings chose to incarnate on this planet. And so know that you are strong enough, you are powerful enough, that you are enough in all sense of the meaning and the word. You are enough. And if you feel like you're just struggling It doesn't make you any less of a strong, amazing badass to ask for help. In fact, it makes you even more of a badass to ask for help, right? And if you ask someone and they're not giving you the help you need, ask someone else. Go somewhere else, right? And don't expect those that hurt you to help you heal because those that hurt you Either they don't care that they hurt you or they're completely unaware of it and oblivious. And they're not usually the best people to fix you, right? The best person to fix you is to care, the ones that care about making you whole again and making you more strong than you were before. And so I encourage you, if you are struggling with mental health, feeling like you want to release yourself from this life, to rethink it, to rethink that path. Because you have a meaning and a purpose and there's a reason that you are here. And even if you haven't discovered it yet, that's okay. You will eventually And sometimes some of the most painful experiences help us to discover the most profound, amazing spiritual journeys. And so every time you fall down, get up, dust yourself back off again, and keep going. Because there is, as my friend Good Buffalo Eagle says, 
a seed of greatness within us all. And that seed is a powerful seed. So you have a wonderful journey. And I am sending you all so much of my love and my gratitude for all your support. Thank you, my wonderful spiritual humans. Have a beautiful day. You've been listening to the Spirit Fluent Podcast. Your continued support means so much to me, and I just want you all to know how grateful that I am for you. Uh, I have many resources on my website, spiritfluent.com, as well as on my YouTube at Spirit Fluent, and I would love to invite you to check out my book, My Spiritual Awakening is a Shit Show, on Amazon now. Mm-hmm.